Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. We've told you what we think. Now it's time to find out what the film says, or at least how Bobby DePaul translates the film. Bobby DePaul joins us every week, courtesy of Vision Technologies in support of the Walking with Anthony Foundation. And Bobby D, let's first start. This is the first time that we've had you on where I don't know what this song is, so please explain the song. There's nothing like some good home-cooked butter popcorn in a Raven Sunday afternoon football game. The best entertainment in the country, and Raven fans are once again celebrating another victory Monday. There you go. Buttered popcorn. I did not know that's what that was called. Uh, I Thank you, either. Bobby D. Thank you for coming on with us, even though I know you are battling uh, uh, a fever and, and, and the like, so you're playing in pain. We appreciate you for that. Bobby, playing, it caught my attention. Playing hurt today, man. I know. Yeah. You're a football guy. Got. It's yeah. the NFL. you got to play hurt. Uh-huh. Everybody's banged do. up this time of year. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So they come out. They run empty about 11. I had them 11 of the first 22 plays. They end up going empty in the game. Um, more than twice of what they had been averaging this year. And then they got back to the jumbo stuff, and we're still running 20 personnel at the end of the day, 62% of the time. We know they're trying to get more receivers on the field. What what did you sort of make of, of that approach and the reliance on empty? You know, on Friday I mentioned that the number one rushing team in football, the Cleveland Browns, have basically given the blueprint on how to run the football against the Minnesota Vikings. I also said that it's a copycat league. And true to form, the Ravens did take advantage and run the football. Yesterday was the Ravens' version of how to attack the Vikings on the ground. But still, a lot of similarities with the Browns. The biggest difference was a heavy dose of Lamar Jackson design runs. I know they made some quick throws from empty formations, but the main purpose of the formation was to use Lamar running design quarterback draws. 
you got to window dress these things, you know? You yeah. set it up with the pass, and then you come in, and you that's what they got the biggest chunks yardage with was the quarterback draws. The Ravens were able to put the Vikings in man coverage to defend the three-step drop, and nobody was responsible for Lamar except the defensive linemen with contained rushes. The jumbo package was another way to take advantage of the Vikings in run force with the quarterbacks. Again, I mentioned on Friday to expect a lot of slot formations because yep. the Vikings play a lot of zone coverage, and they anchor the corners, and they ask the cornerbacks to be the end-run support guy. Greg Roman did a masterful job of changing personnel but still getting what he wanted, running the edges. Greg Roman truly understands personnel and matchups to take advantage of the defense. Let me mention one more other thing. Greg Roman finally broke his run keys with number 42, Patrick Ricard. It used to be that Patrick, he would take you to the ball, you know? Yeah. But yesterday, he was used as a decoy at times. I would hate to play linebacker against the Ravens. It's a nightmare right now. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to tell the guys to look at, to be honest with you. Bobby D, finally, we got a real emphasis on horizontal passing game. That changed the game in the second half to Jason and I. Saw a lot of Hollywood, some Ricard. Did you text your buddy Harbs and demand it? <laughs> you guys remember what I said after the Bengals game and how Lamar missed a bunch of outlet receivers and yeah. the Bengals didn't cover them all that. I mean, how about when I mentioned Greg Roman should start creating outlet play calls to get Lamar used to finding his outlet receivers. Greg Roman did exactly that yesterday. Greg anticipated the Vikings rushing five guys just like the Bengals in empty smoke screens along with the RPO outlet throws to Hollywood Brown were his answer to pressure. In addition, we saw a bunch of check releases from Freeman and Ricard. Ricard would chip the defensive end and work his way out of the backfield. Obviously, Greg Roman and Lamar went to work during the bye week and made sure Lamar had a better understanding of the checkdowns and the outlet receivers. The good news is the Ravens had tremendous success, and with success, you will see it again by Lamar. Hopefully, Lamar checks deep now before he throws to the outlet receivers. You know, that can happen sometimes. You coach him one way. And he has tremendous success, and then all of a sudden he starts looking for the outlets and forgets about downfield throws. It's always a work in progress, but it's definitely improvement. Bobby, you mentioned pressure. Lamar remains the sixth most pressured starting quarterback in the NFL. Left side, left side of the line looked a little wobbly to me. Powers getting beat a couple times. Villanueva getting pushed around, a holding penalty, et cetera. What did you see up front? You know, we talked about number 97, Everson Griffin, on Friday, and he was a beast, and he proved it again yesterday. In addition, they had this fairly unknown guy, number 79, Kenny Wilkes. He also used power rush to push uh, Villanueva back a couple times. Ben Powers went against Griffin inside, Richardson inside, and Watts. So they took turns lining up against him. That's something to keep an eye on moving forward. Tyree Phillips and Bozeman also gave up pressures. Here's the bottom line, guys. Lamar was sacked three times yesterday. If it were anybody else playing quarterback, it would have been eight sacks. Lamar is like a deodorant to the lack of protection. <laughs> we're talking to Bobby DePaul. It's inside access. Jason Lockenford, Ken Wyman. Bobby, on defense, we thought Josh Bynes was good. Bowser played well. Even Queen seemed to be getting more at ease in the new role. What would you think of the linebackers? You know, I thought Josh Bynes had a heck of a game in yeah. defending against the run. He does a very good job 
finding his gap and filling the running lane. He shows up on the stat sheets at the end of the day. The only issue I had with Josh was he played too aggressive in coverage, and he bit on a couple fakes by tight end uh, Tyler Conklin. You saw him catching some uh-huh. balls down the middle of the field. Other than that, he was solid. He's been a great addition to the starting middle linebacker role. Tyrus Bowser played more physical, setting the edge in the run game, and he also had a couple of pressures rushing the quarterback. I also saw him tip a ball. Probably his best game of the year, and it reminded me why the Ravens paid him to return. Because he used to do this every week last year. We've been kind of waiting on him. Patrick Queen is a lot better at Will Linebacker. He's better at scraping to the ball than working downhill. That big tackle that he had way behind the line of scrimmage was a, came off a scrape. He wasn't coming downhill. He was scraping to that. And I tell you, that's his spot. I mean, when you guys had me evaluate him last year uh, stacking those linebackers, yeah. I always said he's a Will linebacker. You know, we, we talked about the 53-man cutdown, and we were thinking, well, maybe, maybe they want to keep him away from coverage, you know. Yeah. But he's playing with more confidence. This this is really a nice little tandem they got going right now. Hopefully he keeps keeps moving and improving. Bobby, the pass rush, though, still an issue. Third straight game where Owe was completely blanked in the stat sheet. I mean, he did have one tackle two games ago, but that's it. They had no sacks as a team. Um, only three snaps for my guy, Pernell McPhee. Uh, Kenny's guy, Fergie, got, I think, seven. We saw where Les became more a little bit for Patrick Queen when they kind of simplified his role and we want to stop playing him, you know, every snap. Could Les be more for Owe? What What do they have to do here about this, this pass rush? You know, to be honest, I'm kind of shocked about what is going on with Pernell McPhee. Pernell played his ass off last year. Yeah. He can't find the field this year, and nobody comes close to the production he had. Mm-hmm. If you think about – I mean, if, and if you think – that playing Oway is going to get him rookie defensive player of the year. You're kidding yourself. I know he had some stat that he leads all rookies with quarterback hurries, but I'm still looking for all those. Oway is a project, and he's not very instinctive. Exactly what he was coming out of Penn State. Maybe I'm upset with Penn State because they beat Maryland this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too hard on him. Maybe he has hit the rookie wall. I don't know. Bottom line is this. McPhee not only was productive, but he got the other guys jacked up yeah. around him to yeah. play hard. Ferguson, on the other hand, he has done nothing to deserve any reps. He's just taken a spot on the bench. Slander. He's just another guy who never Fergie developed. slander. Yeah. You got his number one fan there in the yeah. Ginger Gorilla. Yeah. He's, yeah. He has conversations with Fergie that never existed. He, you wait, you wait, Bobby D. They exist in his head. Anyway. Hey. Like I said, I'm waiting. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm me too. Waiting. <laughs> That's Christmas is coming too. Hey, Bobby, so you he, want McPhee Thursday night? You yeah. want more McPhee Thursday night? I want more McPhee. I me think too. it's the right thing to do. You know, I mean, why is he on the roster? You huh? know, Bobby D. Bobby D. Who gets your game balls? I mean, offensively, you got to go with Lamar Jackson. Another hundred plus <laughs> rushing yards, and he is really starting to figure out the whole passing trait. There is so much more to him coming, guys. It's amazing. You see what you see, and then what is out there for him is just amazing. Forty-two, Patrick Ricard Ooh. usually featured as a run blocker, but yesterday he was a giant, used as a outlet receiver. The kid amazes me. And then you know my man Mark Slareff, who we had at the Redskins with the Hogs. I mean, he yeah. couldn't stop talking about him. I yeah. loved it. Hollywood Brown, yes, mm-hmm. he's making catches, but the guy 
is playing physical and mm-hmm. with a lot of fire. I tell you what, between him and Bateman, we got something here at, yeah. the, at the Ravens now. These guys are these guys are competing, and I think everybody sees it. Josh Bynes continues yep. to be productive, leading the team in tackles. Big upgrade. Tyrus Bowser, most productive game this year, and the Ravens needed it, guys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.